It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Sportsbet BS Hotline, state your emergency. Yeah, it's me punters group. Me mate Dave, I reckon he bought in. Okay, hang up now. What? And join Sportsbet's Bet With Mates. It's group betting without all the BS. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. On SEM, The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Morning everybody, sports fans right around the country in the state of Victoria, the city of Melbourne. It's a happy Saturday morning to you all, the odds couple here, thanks to Sportsbet, our great friends at Sportsbet who join us every uh, Saturday, they have looked after us from go to woe so far in uh, on the odds couple, as has Simon Marshall and David Taggart who co-host here with me of a morning. Good morning to you both. Good, good morning, Sim. Sim, you uh, speak great. now, fellas. That's what we do on radio. We speak. Great to be here, and I can't wait to listen to our guest today. That we've got on coming in. A Special minute. guest, Michael Poy, coming on in a moment. Uh, you didn't think I was going to get to that? You thought you'd run in and take your glory like you do to us? Yes. I can sense a bit of negativity again today, David, from the big fellow. Is that what you're feeling? Yeah. yeah I, good morning, everybody. From me. Good morning, everybody. Nice uh, to be up and about and alive and that. well and kicking here on a Saturday morning where the sun's coming up, but I'll tell you what, put a wag over the window, there's a massive boys coming through today. <laughs> put a what over the window? A wag over the window, there's a massive boys coming through. It is going to be strong today, that wind, and um, that's going to cause a little bit of a, a bit of a disruption to some of the jocks and the horses at Flemington today. One What's a thought. wag? Put a wag over the window. What's a wag it's over like the a, window? A sack, a hessian sack. Over the oh. window, there's a breeze coming in. Back in Why the old put, days, the diggers used so to say... So that stops the water coming through, makes waterproofs, it does Albert, we used to go ferreting. Ferreting is a form of catching rabbits, folks. Back in the day where you used to go and net the uh, rabbit holes and then you'd just sneak a little <laughs> ferret, ferret down, down there and then you'd wait and you'd hear the... Bam, bang! A rabbit would jump into the net and then you'd look after that rabbit and, you know, give, you, give yourself a feed. And we'd put a bit of a carcass down at the freshwater creeks there at Albert Park and we'd go freshwater crane. And there was a shack that we all used to stay in. And a couple of the windows, it was fair to say, uh, on the offside... Of the weather, if you like, uh, didn't have wind uh, covers, and old Scrubby, who used to look after us down that way when we used to get out of town and go and uh, look out, uh, get around and you know get involved in the country, he used to say, "Put a wag over that window, son. There's a breeze coming in." And we used to get the hessian sacks and oh. uh, put them over the window just to stop the breeze. From okay. Going. Has anyone got any old sayings there that they want to share this morning? Uh, welcome everyone who, if you've just turned your radio okay. on. This is a racing show between 8 and 9 on SEN called The Odds Couple. Uh, we're not out ferreting and rabbiting and... If I could turn back time, eh? Oh, if we could turn yeah. back time. I'll tell you, a young fellow who's turning back a bit of time uh, is Michael Poy, who's our special guest this morning. We're, we've turned our show a little upside down. We've turned it around, we're have We're very keen to have Michael on. So we're going to touch on our news and plenty of news in racing. We'll touch on that a little later on, but uh, it's good to have young Michael Poy, who's got a full book of rides uh, at headquarters this afternoon, and son he's been good enough. Son of a gun. And son of Mick Clark. Uh, well, Mick Clark was my sort of vintage. and uh, he's Tactically, eh, Tags? Atalac- How was tricky oh, oh. Mickey Clark in the saddle tactically uh, when he was up and about at his best riding for the great CSAs? And in Australia, he, was, he used to do the helicopter when he used to ride. 
Oh, hey, the reins were flying. Sit back yeah, and wail the whip and, and wail the, the rein with the left hand and look like it was a helicopter propeller. He didn't look good. No, he looked like no. a dog with a bad yeah. case of worms. You know what they do when they've got worms? They rub their... Yeah. That's what Mickey looked like, but, jeez, he was effective. Well, mate, he was a, what, three-time leading jockey? Uh, Better loosen up, bat oh, and Oh, Japan Cup, But Mickey Melbourne Poy's Cup. making his own Top waves mate. in this game, and good Lordy me, he's got good hands on him, and he's starting to develop a clock in his head. I love it. Yes, and uh, he's looking forward to talking to us on the odds couple. Thanks to Sportsbet this morning. Michael, good morning to you. No, thanks for having me on. Good good to have you on. Uh, just finished work, have we? Yeah, just finished back work and um, I've fared back home. I'm assuming you're not heading home to you know, some lamb chops, some fried eggs, uh, baked beans on white toast. What do you have on a Saturday morning for brekkie? Um, well, only something small, but we're heading to the gym, go for a run and um, have a look over my form, call all the trainers I'm riding for and uh, get dressed for the races. Fantastic. Is that generally your uh, routine of a race morning? Good morning, Michael. Um, oh, definitely on a Saturday and Wednesdays. Always go to the gym beforehand and just get warmed up, go on the mechanical horse for a little bit. Um, but with country meetings, it's more just get home, um, go for maybe a quick run and have something little to eat and then off to the races. Let's give the just listeners a the country meetings. Are, the country meetings are a little bit further to drive to. You're naturally light, Michael. Um, I walk around probably 52 to 53. Beautiful stuff. Um, Michael, how old are you now? 20. 20 years of age. Beautiful age. Um, the, the, the advantages of um, growing up in a racing family, can you share that with the team? Your father was a champion jockey. Um, can you share your life experiences as a young fella growing up? Um, I was never really around horses uh, as a kid. It was just more... You know, Sky Channel or TVN back then it was, um, was always on the TV or in the car. The only station we listened to was 927. So it was more in that way I was involved in racing, but never really were with horses until I started going to the stables at probably 12, 13. Um, my grandpa used to train at Caulfield. Um, so I used to go down there and just pat the horses and little things like that. And then I actually... Um, went down to Shane Stockdale's one school holidays in about year eight, I believe it was year eight. And um, I lived down there at his place for two or three weeks and credit to them, they're fantastic people, all the Stockdales. And I stayed there and they just taught me the basics. I never knew how to put a head collar on and they just taught me a lot of the basics. And then I was able to go to a place like Caulfield and um, start to learn my way. Well, you're a natural with animals because one of the skills to un- try and understand a thoroughbred when you're on top of them, average of 500 kilos and they've got a mind of their own, is to tap into them. Were you, nat- were you natural with animals? Um, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not too sure, really. Only, uh, to be where I am today, from where I started, I've come a long way. And, but I have had a lot of people help me. I w- wouldn't be here without any of them. And um, that's what you need. It's... You know, you need a lot of help in this game. It's a very hard game to make it by yourself, but uh, lucky enough, I've had a lot of help. Share with us and the listeners, mate, uh, for those who haven't ridden a horse, what are the three things that you must do when you're learning to ride horses? Um, You must keep your heels down, (laughs) always. Uh, Back straight and just look good. (laughs) <laughs> and hang on. Is that, is that hang on. Yeah. Oh, that's full. Hang on. Yeah. That's full. Is it a tough life being an apprentice jockey? How many days a week do you work and what's the workload like? Um, it, it, it definitely isn't easy. It's probably one of the hardest jobs, but I find everyone that does it loves it, so it makes it pretty easy. We, You start, well, every morning my alarm goes off 20 past three in the morning. Um, 
off straight off the track work. You probably ride ten horses in the morning, and then duck home in probably forty-five minutes to an hour, depending on where you're riding, and head off to the races. Depending if it's at Flemington, it's forty-five minutes away. At a Chuka, it's three and a half hours away. Um, just depending on where you're riding is how far you got to drive, and you stay there all day really and ride your races, and then turn around, head home. You know, you can you start the day at 4 a.m. at Caulfield Track Work and uh, probably get home on an average from 7 to 9 p.m. at night and do it the next day. Amazing. It is a livelihood that uh, needs to be a lifestyle as well. It's the love of it. Um, tell me, mate, uh, with your, your mates growing up at school and, um, and those sorts of people, uh, your younger friends, if you like, around the family and whatnot, do you have much time for them? Have you got a nice balance in your life or is it just flat out? Um, it was a lot more flat out. When I had a claim in the country, I used to go everywhere because um, I, I was able to get good rides everywhere I went. But that I'm, with me and my manager and also Dad and my family are folk, trying to focus on the city rides a little bit more. So we can. We try to focus on the city rides and have myself 110% for Saturdays and Wednesdays and Friday nights at the Valleys instead of you know working too hard for not much reward. So at the moment, my lifestyle but um, early days it was a lot different. I, I was flat out every day and didn't have time for, for really anything. I was just, you have to be so focused in this game to keep heading forward. And um, I think that's the key. You've got to always have your head down and your bum up and just do whatever it takes. Well, you're flying at this time of the year. It's a, an apprentice paradise during the uh, winter carnival here in uh, Victoria. You've reduced your city claim to two. At 20 years of age, you're a young man, um, and you're starting to make uh, good money, great money. Is it? Is it? Um, is it mind blowing the fact that? Ha- well, you're 20 years of age. What type of car do you drive? Um, I drive a Jeep. Yep. <laughs> And uh, also, that also the Victorian Jockeys uh, School and schooling help you look after your finances this day and age. And investment portfolios are very important for young men like yourself. Uh, do you own your own house yet? They are for sure. Um, I actually just bought a little townhouse um, not long ago. But credit to the Ron Hall and Matt Pumper, Darren Gauchy, Melissa Wedley, and everyone at Racing Victoria. They set up a system where you, we, when we ride a winner. All our, our, all our prize money and riding, they go into a special account. And um, we can't access them unless we go through one of those people to get our money. So you, you can't just pull your money out to say, I want to go on a big holiday or I want to buy new clothes. They, they only let it out for certain reasons. And right. actually, Dad, Dad's always been probably on the smarter side with his money. And he, when I turned 18, he, he never let me buy a car. And you could imagine how much driving I was doing um, <laughs> when I was riding at 18. He didn't let me buy a car until I was all, probably only eight months ago. Yeah. Um, he said, they're a waste of money. Don't worry about buying one. So mm. I used to just drive his old old car around, and that did the job. But it started to have a few little problems with the kilometres we are doing. Well, you've got great people around you and the Victorian Jockey Club uh, race, uh, uh, Jockey Association do a fantastic job. Your father, Mick, was a champion jockey. And just before we rip into your rides today and you've got some crackers, uh, how does he help you tactically? Is it uh, great fun to sit down with your dad and go through a couple of old highlights of him riding multiple Group 1 winners and Melbourne Cups and talking tactics this day and age? Um, oh, we, we, we're not, we don't really go through a heap of his replays. More, um, we watch a lot of Damien Oliver's, Craig Williams... Um, because it's different riding back then. You can't do what he they used to get away with now. Um, so the, the races are a little bit irrelevant. But we have watched a lot of his old replays, and 
even people like Darren Be- Darren Beeman, Darren Gauchy, all those great jockeys. But um, look, he'll probably be at home right now on the way home, and he'll be he'll be sitting there going through my rides and um, planning a little course out and trying to figure out the best way we can win on him. David Taggart just said uh, before Michael that uh, your father had what do you call it helicopter yeah. hands. Yeah, it was like he, he was like a propeller, your old man, Mick. Uh, he used to he used to wail the whip in the right hand, and then he'd get the left hand reins, and he'd go side to side with it, and he was all in sync, and it just looked like a helicopter propeller. And we used to give it to your I old think, man too. I used to say it was a bit like the windmill. Yeah, that's it, the windmill. Yeah, you get the windmill. Yeah, correct. Well, it was very effective. He made a great name for himself in the saddle, as you are, Michael Poy. Um, let's have a look at your rides at Flemington today, and you kick off in race one with a cracking ride on Packadali for trainer Lindsay Smith. Uh, the mile and a quarter suits him at Flemington. Yeah, it does. He, he loves the 2000. Um, I've been following this horse just really because uh, a lot of apprentices have been riding him, and they're my main danger. So I've been keeping a close eye on him. He ran super first up in... Um, First up, this prep at Caulfield. He only got beaten two and a half. It was over a mile, but he just seemed to improve every start until he he had that win. He, he won quite confident, confidently that time. And last start, I think he was just a little bit uh, stiff, maybe. He just wanted to run around a bit. But look, he's now at Lindsay Smith. He's down at Warnable on the beach. And hopefully, if they've found a length or two out of him, he should be pretty quite hard to beat. Okay, that's uh, Pakadali in race one, and he's in the market, and he's very popular with punters. 11.50, we kick off at Flemington today. He's at $5.50 with Sportsbet. I'm telling you, race two, there's been a bit of money for this horse. He loves the straight at Flemington over 1,200. Race two, number six. Um, he's a straight specialist, this horse. We'll be back. We'll be definitely worse in midfield, but I think the straight suits him well. He's up to the 1,200, which he's... Bet, probably better over. Recently, he's been over the 11s, and last start was over the 12, but in a listed race, won by Malibu Stoll, who you would have seen ran third to Jungle Edge um, last start in Group 3, so the form stacks up there, but I rode this horse um, at Caulfield probably four or five starts ago, and I got right back on it. It was 1,100, and they went too quick for me, and it stormed home. It ran the quickest last 600 metres of the whole day, mm. um, and then after that, I, I wanted to ride it next start at uh, Flemington, but I ended up having to ride a horse called Passfuls, which I actually came out and beat it only by about half a length. Mm. And Passfuls went on from there to win. It won, it's won four in a row now. Mm. And then I'm telling you, went to Flemington again down the straight, and I had to ride Milwaukee, which I beat it again on, only by point one. But um, look, it, its runs have been super. It's in flying form, and Ash has got her team flying, and Amy. So hopefully they can um. Produce it today. It should be right there. Good lordy me, they'll be happy to have you on. I'm telling you, uh, race two, number six, six fifty into five fifty. Good push. Race five, number two, Fragonard. She gets a chance today at Flemington in a race five. Yeah, it's my first ride for um, James Cummings and the team at Dolphin. Um, pretty excited to have a ride for them. We've, we've drawn well. We look to have a little bit of speed. These apprentice races sometimes they go quite quick in them. Sometimes they go quite slow. So you just have to really get a gauge on the speed in the first furlong or two, but look, off its form, I thought its last run wasn't too bad. It was in a benchmark 90, which is much higher than most of the rest have been running in. We only got beaten 1.2. It's Even its run in Sydney in a benchmark 94 was a big run, um, beaten by Passage of Time, which would be pretty hard to beat in this race. Passage of Time also beat it um, last prep, I believe, but look, if it finds its winning form, it should be right there. 
All right, that's Fragonard, $6. We can't go through all your rides. We're running out of time. Michael Poy riding at Flemington today. Race 7, number 1, Sylvia's mother. Been one of the best backed runners with sports bet today. She seems to be the class runner. $2.50 into two twenty. Race 7, number 1, Sylvia's mother for Team Hawks. Um, it, is, it definitely is the class runner. Uh, I saw they scratched Tell Me, which was hopefully a good sign. But last start was a beaten favourite, although not beaten far. But the prep before that, it was quite dominant, winning four four starts in a row. But it might have just taken a, a run to get back to its peak fitness this time, which I'm hoping, which was last run. And um, they actually, the Hawks, Team Hawks, they brought Tell Me down to Melbourne for the first time. I believe this is this horse's first time coming to Melbourne. And... They got the cash to tell me first up in Melbourne, so hopefully they can do it with this one again. It's what? undefeated second up too, Sylvia's mother, so she hits his race second up, so that's a good push too. This is a good push. There you go. Well, Michael, when you've got David Taggart riding with you, it's going to be one <laughs> hell of a day for you at headquarters today, be assured. And thanks for giving us your time this morning. Keep up the hard work, and uh, the success will follow as it uh, has so far in your career. No, thank you very much. Good on you, Michael Poy, joining us there, folks, uh, on The Odds Couple. Speaks very well. Does, mm. doesn't he? Very, very impressive young man. Mm. Like well, Michael. Son of a gun, what do you expect? Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.